I'm an entrepreneur with a mission to share unique business journeys, workflow and client experience tips, and entrepreneurial advice through fun and easygoing conversations with pros and peers. I'm Cassie, and I'm your host. Let's grab drinks after work every Thursday as we banter and brainstorm. With a shot of business and a splash of pleasure, this is the Mastermind Mixer. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mastermind Mixer. I am your host, Cassie, and today we're going to do a little bit of recapping. I'm going to share some exciting news that you may have seen online, and then we'll talk some CRMs, and I'll just give you some life updates as well. So for starters, this past weekend, I was able to fly back to Indiana for a quick trip. That is where I'm originally from. And it's where my parents still are. So I flew back there and launched a mobile bartending service business with my mom. It is called the Elements Bar and it just fits so perfectly. I have the Mastermind Mixer. Um, my mom and I have always loved to entertain and it just, it, it couldn't have been a better fit for us. So this has been in the works for months. I actually like started the LLC and did all of the back-end business stuff um, this past summer. Uh, But with my ovarian cancer diagnosis and some of the other things just happening in life, it kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And um, once we got my diagnosis under control and I healed um, from the surgeries, I kind of looked at mom and I was like, are we doing this? And she was like, I think we're doing this. So we were full steam of head up at the beginning of the year. And this was my birthday um, weekend. And I went up there and we did a little, um, you know, test run while also inviting uh, our friends and family and some county officials out to experience what the Elements Bar is all about. We are a mobile bartending service that really focuses on the experience. So something that we really value and we wanted it to be a part of our business plan is to not use bar mixes. So we make sure that all of our mixers are, um, you know, clean and they're, they're just better (laughs) to be honest. And we hired um, a mixologist out of Indianapolis and he helped us come up with our signature mixers. And we have four of those. We have the drunken ginger, which is an orange juice and um, ginger and rosemary base. And it's kind of a take on a mimosa if you put it with champagne, but you can also mix it with um, liquor of your choice. That was um, something also really important to me that I wanted people to have flavor profiles that could be mixed with any cocktail because as a wedding photographer, I have photographed a lot of signature cocktails in my day. And it does seem like a little bit of a limited market because, um, you know, it's always been built out. Like you have to have it with this, or you have to have it with that. So our bases can be mixed with alcohol of your choice. So your signature cocktails at your events can truly be signature because they can look different, um, from event to event. So we have our drunken ginger and we have our tangy temptress and that is our raspberry basil and lemonade and she's a little bit sweet a little bit sour and um really uh, that is if you like sour that is is the best um it goes really well with a gin or um a vodka as as we learned at our event everybody was um talking that up and then we have our blackberry bell and she is like a blackberry lemonade. So it's blackberry, basil, and lemon. And it's really, um, it's funny. My husband actually named that one because when I asked him what he thought of, when he thought of those flavor combinations, he said the South. So we went with the blackberry bell to name that one. 
And our fourth one was our spicy duchess. And this one is my favorite. Um, I named her um, and it has English cucumbers, jalapeno and um, lime. And I just loved, you know, the spicy duchess, a nod to the English cucumbers and it's my favorite. So, um, I will take full credit for that one, whether you like it or not. (laughs) Um, so that one is a take on our margarita and, um, we also, it's, it's got kind of a little earthiness from the cucumbers. So we also get a lot of feedback about how well it tastes with a bourbon, which is interesting. Um, Oh, and then with a drunken ginger, we had vanilla bourbon there and it was like a creamsicle and people really enjoyed that too. So those are our four signature, um, mixers. And then for the event, we offered a signature cocktail as well. And that cocktail was our Fuego Mary. Um, it was our take on a Bloody Mary. It was all, it was pretty thick. Um, but I, I love a thick, um, mixer when it comes to Bloody Mary. So it was my jam. And, um, we got really great feedback. It was a wild whirlwind of a trip. Um, in addition to the signature mixers, we also offer, um, alcoholic slushies. So we had our slushy machine going and we had a blueberry wine slushy on one side called the blueberry breeze. And then we had a peach wine slushy with lavender on the other side. Um, so we had the peach and lavender going as well. And the garnishes for the peach one, which were my favorite, was a sprig of lavender and um, some peach rings, which is some of my favorite candy. So we have launched. We are um, just really navigating what this looks like for us in the spring. We anticipate it picking up quite a bit. Um, so if you're in the central Indiana area and you are looking for a mobile bartending service, in your area, we are it. We are the Elements Bar, and you can find us online um, at theelementsbar.co and at the Elements Bar on Instagram. So that is the recap regarding our new venture into the mobile bartending service. And again, it just the the fit with the mastermind mixer and now the mobile bartending, like the the branding is branding, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, next up is an update on K Lane Photo. That has been my focus for weddings since we moved to Virginia, and I have some really fun news. So um, I started doing wedding expos when we were in Quantico, which was um, two duty stations ago, which is how I based my life, and I always had really good success with them. Um, California, it was a little bit slower um, than normal, but I decided to shoot my shot here in Virginia Beach, and I attended my first bridal expo in Hampton roads. And it went really well. I booked four weddings off of it. And if you are a wedding photographer or understand the, um, the wedding expo market, it can be pretty tough in the streets. So I was wildly happy with that success. I was also able to network with some new vendors. So if you need a sign to put yourself out there and do the hard thing, um, this is it. I, I have really, I want to actually talk, this will be a good segue into the CRMs because, um, how I set up my expo booth is very intentional, um, to make sure that I have the least amount of touch points as possible. And, um, I was able, because of what I built for myself in California, when I was doing them, I was able to reuse everything. So when I decided on a whim to attend, 
um, I had everything ready to go. So I built a backdrop in California and I, I had done so many different options, but the backdrop in California that I built was just a really simple one by two, um, boards built out into a frame. And I did two eight foot frames and then I just wrapped them in, um, drop cloth material and put legs on it so that it would stand firmly. And I made sure that the brackets of the frame were strategically placed, um, to keep it stable, but to also ensure that I could, um, screw things into it. So I hung, I put some screws in it and I hung it, uh, pictures of my work as if, um, if you can imagine like what it would look like if I had a studio, it was basically like one wall of a studio. Um, and I just repurposed furniture that we had in our house. So we have a little console table and I use that to put some books and a plant on and some more frames, um, with QR codes that link to my website and also to my inquiry form. And that inquiry form is attached specifically to a bridal show expo workflow. So that obviously looks a little bit different than like a organic lead. Um, I don't want to send them like, thanks for inquiring because they've already met me. So I make sure that what is automated is personalized, but the initial email um, immediately following the expo always comes from me. So um, I try to take really diligent notes at the expo, especially if I think that the couples are a really good fit for me. And then when I email them, I always email them within 24 to 48 hours. And I say, you know, it was so nice to meet you. It was so nice discussing X, Y, Z, whatever we had talked about. Um, and then I give them next steps information from that next steps information. They are propelled into that automated workflow and I'm following up with them without following up with them. I actually, while I was launching the the bar, um, that same day is the day that I booked one of the brides and I had initially emailed her, but I hadn't touched base with her, um, you know, physically touched base with her since then. And, uh, she filled out the proposal and got the ball rolling and everything sent to her automatically. So it's just a reminder that a really, uh, you know, strong workflow can be so, impactful to your business, especially when you're multi-passionate and you have a lot of things that you're doing like myself. So I just wanted to share that because I was feeling a little bit discouraged coming from California. I had a really hard um, time getting into the wedding network out there and I had finally kind of landed um, in a solid place just in time for us to get orders to move. So I was feeling discouraged with another move on the horizon thinking like, is this going to take another two years what the heck is happening? And gratefully and thankfully, um, I can say that things are looking up. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm eager to book some more branding clients. Um, I onboarded a branding client last week and, um, I'm excited to share more of that with you in the future. But for now, Kayleen photo is, which is still Cassie Lane photography, but Kayleen photo is my Instagram handle now, um, because I transitioned the Cassie Lane handle to be, um, more of the overall brand. Um, I just didn't want the wedding photos to confuse people. So I did separate them, but she's alive. She's kicking and she's doing well. Um, and then that takes me to the next thing, which is the escape conference. We are exactly two months out from the escape conference, which is, um, an all inclusive intimate retreat for creative entrepreneurs in their growth phases. And we created this conference as you've probably heard me talk about over and over again for, 
ourselves. We are our own ideal clients. And when we couldn't find a conference that could fulfill our needs, we created it for everybody else like us. So we um, have had some bumps in the road. We have learned a lot. We are, um, we are, we are learning the space. Um, we have, uh, me specifically, I have event, uh, coordinating experience, I guess you could say. Um, I have hosted a lot of style shoots. Um, I've managed a lot of vendors. I've done a lot of things, but the conference space is a little bit different. And, um, I'm happy to say that we have taken lots of notes and we are growing and we are thrilled to see everybody in April. Right now we are in our sponsorship era, um, for all of my T Swifties. If you guys follow me on, um, Instagram, you know that I have become a full Swifty. Um, I have just like generally liked her music before, but to dig into her business savviness and to see her with Travis Kelsey, um, my little pop culture heart is happy. And I think that she is just the smartest person ever. And she, the way that she dives in with all of her Easter eggs and everything like that. I just, I really love that about her. So anyway, if you hear me drop like era, I just, I can't stop myself. I'm, I'm going to be the mom that my daughters like roll their eyes at when I try to use lingo. That's like cool with the kids. I'm sure era is like already over. So anyway, we are in our sponsorship era. We are seeking any sponsorships and, um, collaborations with small businesses and um, we are about to launch some crowdsourcing um, and crowdfunding information. So you'll see that coming up. And we are just pouring everything we have into this conference. We are over a year since we decided to do this. It's been over a year. So we are knee deep in all the things. And I'm not going to lie. We're feeling a little tired. We... Um, we are really trying to like muster up the energy to get us across the finish line. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of thought and it's a lot of exploring, um, into, to areas that we've never been into before. We're venturing into a lot of uncharted territory for us. Um, but Allie and I are rallying and it is, it's going to be great. It is every time we talk about it, every time we pitch it, every time we apply for that grant or talk to an attendee, the, the, it just solidifies more that we are doing exactly what we said we were going to do for all of the right reasons. And it feels really, really good. And we just, we just can't wait for it to be here. And we're eager, um, to have you involved and to just run it down really quick because it would be a disservice for me not to, um, the conference is April 15th to the 18th in Louisville, Kentucky at the bungalow. The bungalow is this adorable, uh, kind of, uh, retreat style boutique hotel Airbnb that we have exclusive access to. It is attached to a bourbon bar called Neat, and we have a really fun something that like Allie and I are giddy about um, a speakeasy door that we only have access to. So we have our own private door into the into the bar. We will be housing all of the speakers and attendees under one roof. Um, allowing you to have extra time to have more conversations, to create relationships, to get to know each other, to build a community. Um, in addition to that, your ticket includes three uh, nights of accommodation, uh, eight meals, which is every meal that you will need to be fed while you're there. Um, it includes 
three social networking events, um, not social networking, but socials and networking, <laughs> um, a keynote speaker, which is Cheval. She'll, she'll be telling us all the things that she learned through her process of losing her birth name dur- due to a contractual, um, obligation. And we will be talking from everything from meta ads to podcast pitches to finances. So if you are looking to escape the fluff of the conference space, this is the conference for you. If you're looking to escape the grind, we have the hotel waiting for you. And, um, you know, anything, you know, our whole tagline I feel like I, I've talked to you guys about this so much, but our whole tagline is escape the blank. And we want you to fill that blank in because we have done everything to fill in everything that that could possibly mean. Escape the stress. We're going to have optional, um, you know, yoga or meditation in the mornings. Um, escape the logistical planning. We have planned all of it. You do not, you buy your ticket and you show up. And the most, the the wildest thing about this whole this, everything that's included in all the things there's ma- there's two master classes. There are, um, panelists that are going to be joining us for a Q and a there's opportunities to be in a hot seat. There's just, it really is so impactful and it's two full days of heading heavy hitting education with additional days, um, to allow us to network and grow. Um, and also time put aside to take those actionable steps and then implement them while you're there, which is wildly unheard of if you've ever been to a creative conference. So all of that is only $2,200, which is wild. You guys, like, I, I honestly can't believe it. Um, I, I can't believe it because I'm the one crunching the numbers, but, um, it is insane that we even have any tickets left. Um, we don't have that many left to be honest. So whenever you, are thinking about growing your business and how you're going to do that, I really want you to consider investing into the escape conference. So again, shameless plug. Um, is this the, is this the episode of shameless plugs perhaps, but bear with me, we will get into the CRM stuff in just a moment. So the URL for the escape conference is escconference.co. You can find all of the conference information there. Um, if you need to ask us any questions, you can ask Allie, um, or myself, and, um, we're all over the internet. So we have plenty of, plenty of Instagram handles and plenty of access points that if you need anything from us, please don't hesitate to ask. We really want to see you there and we're going to do everything in our absolute power to make sure that that happens. So on to CRM stuff. So recently I have been seeing a lot of people, I think it's just because of, um, the time of year, people are starting to realize, you know, they've planned for the year and now they're trying to implement all of those things. And, I'm seeing so much burnout. Um, I am seeing a lot of like, how do you keep it all going? What do we do from here? How do we keep track? Um, that is a client relationship management system. Um, and not all of them are created equally. So whenever you're considering your CRM, I want you to think about your needs first. Um, I think it's even important to write them all down. Do you need uh, phone call scheduling? Do you need to have a relationship with other vendors that coordinates with the relationship of your clients, like a wedding planner might need? Um, As a florist, what are your needs? And uh, for mobile bartending, we need access to other people's calendars so that we can schedule the bartenders for future events. So I want you to make a list of all the things that you need. If you could hire the perfect person, 
um, to cover all of the things to allow you to gain back time to do what you love, what would you do? And then that's when you're going to start your search. And not all of them are creative equally. Um, There are some that are best when you're just starting out, when you don't really know what you need, but you can't afford to hire somebody else. But it does, you also aren't, you know, advanced enough to be able to deal with a complex system. So just really make sure this is kind of a PSA. Um, don't go with what everybody else is going with. Don't, um, just sign up and start paying or pay annually or, you know, don't do anything crazy until you know exactly what you need. Um, in my experiences, the most complex and the most versatile, um, CRM that I found has been Dubsado. And that's why I really rely on it for my own business. I'm able to, um, do almost everything. And if it doesn't do it with, within its own home, it typically bridges via Zapier with somebody else's home and they'll talk to each other to make things happen. So I really appreciate that, um, out about them. And I, I always recommend them to my clients first and foremost, and sometimes it's not a good fit and that's totally fine. There are other circumstances when you would need, um, other, other things, specifically the wedding planners of the world. They have to keep a lot of contracts straight. They have to keep a lot of schedules straight and finding something that can host all of those things while allowing those vendors to interact with you and not give up your client information, um, I think is really important. I have experience with aisle planner. So that would be my first place. I know that it has capabilities to do quite a bit. Um, I'm not an expert on aisle planner, but I do know that it can house a lot of things. It is quite literally built for wedding planners. So if that's you, that's what I would look into. I don't have like, this is no, this isn't a shameless plug. (laughs) Unlike the rest of this podcast episode, I just think that it, it has its most capabilities. Um, and then I have with wedding photographers, um, I use Dipsado for myself. I have friends that use HoneyBook and 17 Hats. Um, I think HoneyBook has probably the most limitations. You just tend to outgrow it, in my opinion, pretty quickly. Um, so, But it is good for referrals from other vendors. So it's always good to be on their referral uh, platform. And I, I love their team. I love how supportive they are of the small business space. So it just depends on what your priorities are and what your needs are. That's why I said, like, make that exhaustive list. Like, are you looking for referrals? Are you looking to build your community? HoneyBook is a great place to do that. Um, and it can house your contracts and it can automate things uh, to a certain degree. So it's don't, don't count it out. Um, just make sure you're prioritizing what you need out of it. Okay. So that's really what I came on here to say. I was like, I just need to speak to all those people that I've been seeing online, looking for virtual assistance, looking to outsource all of these things. My first question for all of you is, do you have a solid client management system and is it working for you or are you still working? Because you're going to spend a lot on a virtual assistant. I am one and I know how much they cost. And I really question how strong somebody's systems are, um, who is desperate for a virtual assistant, because if done well, and if done within the right platform, you can relieve a lot of those virtual assistant stressors by just automating as much as possible. So 
I encourage you to make that list of what you need out of a, if you're actively sitting here being like, I am looking for a virtual assistant, write out everything that you want them to do. And then I want you to tell me if you need them to do that because your systems are automated or if you actually need them to do that because of the volume in which you are working. My other piece of advice, which my finance people might disagree with, but hear me out is to pay month by month for your first year. So I know it is super enticing to save the $40 or the sometimes even like 20%, what, whatever it might be um, for that annual fee. But if you're just diving in to the client management system world, it can be a lot and it can be overwhelming and you can feel like something is a good fit and it might not be. So just pay month to month, get your toes wet. Um, I loved Upsado and the way that they structure their um, subscriptions and they give you your first three clients for free. So you can be like diving into everything without even paying monthly in the beginning. So you can build out all of your workflows, all of your canned emails, um, your, your automations, your brand and what it looks like within Dubsado without ever spending a dime. And then you can onboard three clients and make sure that everything is running right and how you need it. And I, I think that's a testament to just how solid they are and being a leading CRM because not everybody does that. And I think that it is an incredible gesture to just say like, Hey, we know we're going to be good, but we're going to let you realize that we're going to be good. And the last thing that you want to do is get into an annual fee that you've paid, which can be steep, like super steep, and then find out that it's not a good fit for you, but you can't afford to pay for one that is a better fit. So although I think my finance friends would have been like, what? Like always save money. I think that in the first year, at least the first six months, um, just paying that month to month to make sure it's a good fit for you is, is golden. Um, and a, a very much a sweet spot. So, so how does that feel? I hope that feels good. I hope I gave you some things to think about. I'm specifically talking to all of the people frantically looking for virtual assistance and outsourcing online as we head into mid February and people are like, wait, all of these things that I want to attain, I don't know how to do that with all of the things on my plate. I get that. I'm on another shameless plug. I can help you with this. If you need more specific help, I also have an Etsy shop that has DIY versions of a few types of workflows. So find, start, start to look around, start to get your feels, um, take a break from the grind and take a step out. Um, Allie and I talk a lot about being in our own echo chambers and feeling things have to go a certain way or have to be done a certain way. But when you're the only one that you're bouncing ideas off of, or if you're only bouncing ideas off of people in your immediate circle who love and support you, it's all going to start to sound the same. So take, take yourself out of that echo chamber, find a friend that, or find an acquaintance, find somebody that like, for example, my, my quote unquote friend is my mom because she is a small business owner, but it looks nothing like my small business. So she is definitely in a different echo chamber than I am in. So Whenever I need her advice or I need advice from a third party, I take myself out and I call her and I'm like, okay, here's what's going on. What does this look like? And she's like, this is what it looks like to me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. That's you're right. So take some time, take some breaths. Um, you guys got this. It's only mid February. There's plenty of time. 
And as we're all knee deep in tax prep and doing all the things back in business, I hope you take some time to celebrate the small wins. And I really encourage you to go for a walk, clear your mind, um, and, and reset because I do think that we're all panicking a little bit coming down from the high of goal planning in January. So cheers to getting our systems right, getting things streamlined so that we can focus on the things that we love to do. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Well, you've reached the end of another episode of the mastermind mixer. I genuinely hope you enjoyed it and maybe even found a nugget or two of wisdom. If you did, I'd be thrilled if you could take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It's like putting gasoline in my podcast tank. And of course, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And guess what? The show notes are not just a place where words hang out. They're like the VIP section. And there you might find a little surprise, the kind that pairs well with headphones in your favorite podcast. <clears throat> it's the paired drink for the episode. Thanks a million for tuning in. Until next time, stay curious, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay subscribed. Cheers. Cheers.